Mates, welcome to episode 27. Episode 27. <laughs> I keep saying 27 because uh, I've been on this like kick lately where I just keep saying 27. And the reason is because of my brother Jumpman. He uh, stopped by the studio and he wanted to do episode 27 because the number 27 is special to him. A uh, little trivia, if you didn't know, his birthday is on August 27. <laughs> I'm an idiot, uh, but he uh, he has a special connection to the number 27, so and when he asked me, hey man, can you reserve episode 27 for me? I said, fuck yeah, bro, of course I can, and uh, we got together yesterday, and we just uh, banged out an episode, ooh, banged out, <laughs> uh, we banged out an episode, and we had a good time, you know, we talked about, obviously, why 27 is important to him, and we just talked about our friendship, and uh, our little side hustles that we do with podcasting and prodigy creations. And, you know, uh, I, I always, I always rem- remember when I sit down with Cody, just how blessed I am to have a friendship like his. And, uh, I've, I've, I've I'm, I know I've already said this, uh, a lot, but I just fucking love that guy, man. I really do. And uh, Cody, I know you're probably listening and I just want you to know I fucking love you, dog. It's it, it's it's an honor to to have a friend that has been by my side through this whole podcast journey from the very beginning, and uh, you were you, I mean you were my friend before the podcast, so it's not like I look at you any different now, but just to know that I have a friend who has been by my side every step of the way through this journey with me and podcasting, it's just a badass feeling, man. It really is a feeling that just makes me feel so lucky. And uh, I love you, man. I already said it like a thousand times, but I love you, bitch. <laughs> uh, but on a personal note, um, you know, one thing I have realized, my friends, is that these intros, as much as I love doing them, they're getting way too long. You know, this is a perfect example on on this intro. Uh, not that I not that I want to make them that long, but you know, I just start talking and rambling, but. Uh, going forward after today, I think uh, I'm going to make sure to keep them under 30 seconds so they're not going to be as long anymore because, I don't know, I, I mean, I've I've done so many intros for my friends. I mean, from the very beginning, I've done intros, you know, with Cody and Adam and Kylie and Erica and Loki and everyone else. Uh, you know, they always average over two minutes and as cool as it is to give them a shout out and let them know that I love them. I mean, they already know that I love them to begin with, but to to do those shout outs and having them last more than two and a half minutes i feel like i can cut that down because i don't want to lose the audience by me just talking about how much i love this one individual (laughs) which again i'm not saying i don't love you i'm just saying it's just taking way too long for the episode to start so going forward uh yeah i'm just going to keep them short because i want you i want you i just i want to get to to the episode as quick as possible so uh, this is officially the end of the era for the long intros. This is the last one. So, uh, you know, it was fun, but I just want to do those episodes as quick as possible so you can hear them. So, Brother Jumpman, it's been an honor to do this podcasting journey with you and to have you every step of the way. And how fitting that the intro era officially ends with you. <laughs> Uh, but friends, enjoy the episode. Um, good things are coming. You know, I got some some stuff worked up with a guest, and uh, we're, we're gonna keep writing this out. There's one thing I know: it's I love podcasting. I'm addicted to it. Uh, 
uh, just like Cody's addicted to prodigy creations, just like Kylie Loud is addicted to wrestling. You know, we, we have little passions that we're addicted to, and I don't plan on stopping anytime soon, so you'll be hearing a lot more of my annoying voice. And uh, with that being said, I want you all to enjoy episode 27. Cody got a little too uh, under the influence of the sacred plant, and that's okay. I almost lost him there for a while, so we had to cut the episode a little shorter than I wanted to, but I still had an amazing time because, again, he's a badass friend. And when he wanted to do episode 27, I was more than happy. So uh, enjoy the episode, Cody. One last time, I love you, bro. And I love you, friends. If you're listening, I love you. And that's all there is to it. Let's live with love and happiness. Let's respect one another. Episode 27 starts in 3, 2, 1. I think I sound good right there. Yep. I sound pretty good right here, right here, right here. Let me hear you jump in. How do I sound right here? How do I sound? A little hot? A little little hot. hot. A little hot. How about now? How about now? Well, how's this sound, Marcosis? Marcosis fibrosis. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't fibrosis bad for you? (laughs) <laughs> yeah isn't it I, I don't even know what it is honestly. you know what yeah call it that because i'm gonna break your back <laughs> what the fuck this is a strong high man <laughs> episode 27 everyone episode 27 can i get a 27 up in here Two seven. So what's up, man? Why'd you want to do episode two seven? What's the what's the significance of this number to you? Dang, I didn't know we were gonna start there. Neither did I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going with my thoughts. <laughs> I don't know. Twenty seven's always had some sort of significance to me. Like, I mean, for, I was born the twenty seventh of August, so I guess it started there. That's um, uh, that's right around the corner, bud. It is, yeah. Got less than 40 days. 40 days to 27. You're actually turning 28. That's okay, though. This is your this is your last this is your final stretch, bro. Yeah. How appropriate that we're you're 27 and we're doing episode 27. <laughs> like, come on, bro. That makes sense. I should probably lay off the 27. It's getting annoying. <laughs> What's the significance besides your birthday, bro? Um, I've always had like a an interest in the Twenty Seven Club. Like, I I always uh, admired Kurt Cobain. What's the Twenty Seven? What's the Twenty Seven Club, bro? What is that a reference to? It's uh, um, it's like these well-known um, musicians mostly okay that have all died at 27 oh shit there's a ton of them like amy amy winehouse was one she's 27 yeah janice joplin Jimi hendrix wow like it's just a really odd like uh a lot of legends die at that age yeah wow in music and so so kurt cobain was 27 
he was 27 when he wow. died and like i would I I just know. always looked up, I didn't up know to I was him three as years kid. older than him i'm 30 wow yeah isn't that weird what a young what a young age to go out Jimi hendrix is 27 too yeah wow and janice joplin who is she i don't i've heard of the name but like give me a song I, could, I couldn't tell you one. I, ju- no. I just know she was like a popular 60s artist. Oh, was like she? Around Jimi Hendrix era. Oh, okay. I've she heard had a really of, raspy voice. I've heard of her name. I'm sure if I heard a song, I'm like, oh, that's her? Okay. So you, do you, I'm I'm assuming you want to get past 2-7. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's it's mainly with Kurt Cobain. I, as a teenager, admired him. And, you know, I still look up to him in some ways, but... Um, he's one of your favorite I, artists he really uh resonated with me a lot like it was a toss-up for a while when i was when i was younger between nirvana and green day oh really it's green day now but before it used to be a toss-up oh i didn't know that um so for a while kurt was my hero and so there was like another association with 27 and there i think go. the the final or most recent one that I experienced is just when I turned 27. It seemed to be like a really interesting time in my life where I grew a lot. For um, sure, man. Like I like to call it my enlightening age, I guess. Oh, that's how you feel like you got you've been enlightened the most at 27. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. So sounds like the year of the growth. Slowly becoming into an adult. You know, when you like, when you're like 22, 23, 24, 25, you don't know shit. You don't. <laughs> you think you're an adult, but you still don't know shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the stress hasn't even come yet. And then like little, little, little older that you start getting, you start getting a little more stressed. You ever notice that? Mm-hmm. Like when you were yeah, in your teens, sure. when you were in your teens, there's no stress. I mean, there's maybe the stress of. Ah, she gonna accept my day to the prom or whatever, you know. We didn't have any real world problems. And now, now I'm 30, man. I'm, I find myself like getting stressed out every now and then. I'm like, oh my god, all this shit, all this shit that I have to do. Mm-hmm. Not just work, but personal life, like you know, making sure the bills get paid, making sure you're saving the right amount of money, make sure you're adulting, make sure you're fucking buying groceries because now you got to cook for yourself. <laughs> You know, you got to do all this shit now. I don't know where I was going with this. What the hell are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you let me start ranting, bro? What the fuck? <laughs> Dude, what, what was in that cigar? <laughs> <laughs> bro, that's, that's a damn good cigar. Jesus Christ. For sure. Oh, boy. Dude. What? What's We got to talk about Jay Lethal. We promised we would. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we got to talk about this moment of the phone? podcast. <laughs> I, think I, can, I think I can kind of remember it. How, how Dude, it that is the greatest text thread I've ever been a part of. <laughs> of all time? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, of all time, dude. Because. There was a storyline there, man. Because how did it start <laughs> off? What we what even started that conversation? So it started off uh, somehow. We got into talking about. Um, oh, your the, comment, the Jay Lee. Th- yeah, it the, was your comment. I remember now. Okay, so 
there's this segment where Jay Lethal impersonates Ric Flair that's pretty popular, like from Ric Flair's TNA run. Yeah, if you're a wrestling fan, you know what we're talking about. You know that that famous Jay Lethal and Ric Flair uh, promo on the ramp and, and the edge uh, on the <laughs> on the ring. Like it's fa- it's one of the most famous TNA moments. And sure. uh, <laughs> you were saying that you got. I I have a comment your- that's pretty popular. It was just like a joke I made that I didn't expect. <laughs> I thought it was dumb. When Everyone I loves it. it. <laughs> it's so great, dude. And so, like, there was this guy that responded, and it, his his username was what was a. Uh, it was like a Macho Man ripoff. I forget what it was. <laughs> Savage Randy. I think that's what it was. Savage Randy. Oh, just the opposite. Yeah, and he like <laughs> responded, <laughs> kind of in in the tone of. Of Macho Man, because <laughs> he was like, "Good comment, brother. Good job." I don't know. I, I'd have to read, look back on it, but it was cool. So I, I remember I sent you a screenshot of that, and I was like, "Dude, Macho Man liked my comment." <laughs> and then, where did it go from there? <laughs> How did it get to Jay Lethal? <laughs> I think maybe it was just you I, mentioned. I, no, I know what it is. It's just something too high right now. I mean, I'm, damn it! I just said, God damn it! I just admit it. I'm not high. I'm I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. What what it was was that um, you had a uh, you you had sent me that, and I said, oh shit, dude, that's your comment because I think it's like way past five thousand now, right? I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, like it's like one of the top comments on that video. Like it's got like a bunch of likes on it. It might be like closer to, yeah, I think like 5K people liked it. I'm honored. Thank you, 5K. (laughs) (laughs) But you said, because in the comment you said, uh, somebody tell that old geezer (laughs) to stop impersonating Ric Flair. such a fucking awesome comment dude because like the wrestling community got what you were saying (laughs) (laughs) like it was perfect satire bro (laughs) like jesus christ and that's when you're just like and that's when i was saying like man that's that we started talking about the actual promo like dude that's yeah that just shows how good jay leto is bro because he did such a good job like it's it was a perfect promo and then you're like, I think somebody did that. And that's when the thread started. You're like, I think somebody yeah, did that I was, okay, with Macho I, Man. No, yeah, because I remember I said uh, they should have just went all out and, and made Jay Lethal like a Ric Flair impersonation <laughs> gimmick. And I was like, they've done it before. And we talked about, I think, the the different gimmicks that they imitated in the past tna yeah yeah and that's when uh <laughs> and i was like i was there was a macho man there was a, a stone cold why not <laughs> what was the stone cold dude's name shark boy <laughs> <laughs> and that's the fishing line <laughs> so dumb <laughs> he would he would drink clam juice instead of beer <laughs> Shark boy, <laughs> shark boy, yes, yes, shark boy. <laughs> Dude, I'm so sorry. 
Oh my goodness, dude, my 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 ribs hurt, man. <laughs> oh my goodness, yes, yeah, Shark Boy. <laughs> but that's when you said, um, I think there's a Macho Man. And I was like, what? I was like, there was a Macho Man. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, who was it? And that's when you're like, I think he was a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then immediately right after that, you're like, you sent me a message like, oh my god. And <laughs> 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 you sent me the gift. And it was Jay Lethal <laughs> doing the Macho Man spin. <laughs> I had no idea. I swear to God. I had no idea. <laughs> like, what the fuck are the chances that we just watched one of the greatest segments between him and Ric Flair? <laughs> and then we have a conversation. Like, I think there's another dude that did that with the same thing with Macho Man. And it turns out being the one guy we were just talking about. <laughs> Like, what? oh my goodness, man. Jay Lethal, shout out to his yeah. character work, man. <laughs> he pulled it off, bro. I remember, you, I remember when we were texting about it, you were like, shout out to Jay Lethal. He made our day and he don't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love wrestling, man. Res- wrestling, I swear, man. Wrestling takes you to a place that you didn't even know existed. It really does, bro. And the crowd's back now. It takes you. It just takes you to a place you didn't know existed, man. Like there's a there's a burning desire to want to be out there wrestling with them while you watch it. That's so awesome. You just want to be a part of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it. You know, people always say uh, people always tease tease wrestling fans like, "Oh, it's self choreographed and fake." Yeah, we know that. But the storylines, man, that's what we stick around for. You know. Give me a good, give me a good Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 30 story, and I'm invested. I'm glued to the TV, you know, because mm-hmm. the payoff was so amazing. And wrestling brings that out in me, man. Like that, like oh my god, <laughs> oh my god. Just like when I was a kid. Yeah. Like I always say, it's one of the it's one of the last things that I can hold on to from my childhood that's still pure. You know what I mean? It's not tainted. It's not. I've loved it ever since I was a kid. And I still do. It's like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah. Over 20 years, man. 20 years of me being a wrestling fan. 21 years to be exact. I started when I was nine. It's 21 years of wrestling. <laughs> like, I've forgotten so much shit. Like, Kylie always makes that joke. She says, I said, Kylie. <laughs> Kylie always makes that joke. She's like, man, I've forgotten so much wrestling because I know so much wrestling. Which is true, man. Like she's an encyclopedia, bro. Oh, for sure. So I call her the goat. She's so knowledgeable. Like she tells me shit. I'm like, what? I didn't know that. But same for her. She fell in love with it when she was a kid. I think same for you, right? Like you got exposed when you were what, like a barely a teenager. Thirteen, yeah, fourteen, man. something like that. Shit. You're in the ruthless aggression era. Yeah. I experienced the rise of Hardy. Yeah, was, bro. That was badass, man. And that's the thing. Like, how do you feel, man? Doesn't it take you to a special place when you watch when you sit down and watch a live pay per view? Like Money in the Bank twenty twenty one. Oh, this past which Sunday. Which was amazing. Yeah, this past it Sunday was, was incredible, man. Like yeah. Dude, if you actually just get in the zone where Oh dude, you get lost. Nothing else matters. You it's kinda lost. like a high. You get lost. well. Usually I'm pretty high. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> but 
But yeah, man. Dude, if you go back and listen to that episode, at the very end, you catch my reaction to freaking out over John Cena. <laughs> I didn't realize it was on there because I was, I was tipsy at that point. I was like, oh, that's right. I did do that. Nice. Go, I'm like, John Cena came out, Kylie. Because she had to leave. I called her on the phone. I'm like, Kylie. <laughs> Kylie, John Cena's here. John Cena's here. <laughs> <laughs> I was marking out, dude. It was a damn good pay-per-view jump, man. Yeah. What it was wasn't your, a bad match. What was your rating out of it? What would you give your rating? One out of ten. You can do point two five if you need to. I don't think there was a bad match, was there? Like overall, I would say the show for me was a nine out of ten. Yeah, I think th- I think I'd agree with that. It could have been higher if they had done some things right. Like uh, they should have gave Edge the win, man. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty salty about <laughs> yeah. that. And I shouldn't be salty because I knew that wasn't in the plans, but they should have gave it to him, bro. Like, they could have found a way <clears throat> to still make Roman look credible. Like, I was telling you, like, have the Mysterios attack him like he's Thanos. Double 619. Dominic goes up for a frog splash. Boom. Ray goes up for a, for a, what do you call it? A big splash. Boom. And then and Edge with the spear. And then Edge with the final spear. Boom. All while the Usos are on the ground just like fucking rolling around in pain because the Mysterios got them back for beating them in the titles at the pre-show because they cheated. So it's like you wrap that feud up because, you know, they got revenge by knocking the Usos out and costing their cousin Roman the title. And then ima- just imagine Edge in the middle of the ring celebrating that title. That would have been fucking perfect, bro. And I get I get the big match feel. I get I get that John Cena and Roman Reigns for the title sounds a lot sexier than just John Cena versus Roman Reigns. I get that. But they could have dominated the headlines, man. Edge wins title after ten years of retirement. Yeah. <laughs> like everything was built perfectly, man. Everything was perfect. The moment was there. But they wanted to keep it on them so that John Cena could have a chance at 17. Which I'm not, again, I'm not upset because I still think that they made the right choice. I mean, they didn't make the right choice. They didn't make a bad choice. It's not a bad choice. It's just, man, it it, it had the feeling of this could be a really special night for Edge. Instead, they're just like, nah, we're going to let John Cena contend for number 17. But it's still cool. I, I'm still excited. Honestly, I want to see Roman just destroy John. Yeah, me that'd too. Be, that'd be cool. <laughs> I want to see him just like beat. Because like, it's like now it's you can officially say it's the past era versus the current era. Mm-hmm. And you can still make an argument that John Cena is still in prime condition because he takes care of himself so well. I've I've heard people compare it to like today's Hulk versus Rock. Ooh. That's a good analogy. I mean comparison. Analogy, what the hell? That's a good comparison. I like that. But that one feels like it was a little longer though. 
Like, I mean, Rock versus Hogan was, it was more kind of like a span of 20 years. Yeah. This one is like legit. Within 10 years. Yeah, it's like the past, the, the previous era, which is only a couple years ago. Versus now, Roman Reigns. Well, Roman Reigns was also in the past era. He was just in the middle of it instead of being at the beginning. So that's what's cool now. It's like, well, now you've seen the evolution of Roman Reigns. Now it's come full circle. Like, now this is his final form. This is... Super Saiyan. Yeah, <laughs> Super Saiyan Roman Reigns. Dun, 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 dun. That's not bad at rendition, but whatever. But yeah, man, it's fucking cool. It's going to be a badass match. And Roman's going to have apparently respond tomorrow night. Did you hear that? Did you see his Twitter? Paul Heyman? Paul Heyman's Twitter? <coughs> he said, uh, he said, expect a response from Roman Reigns on Friday night. Woo! Jump in! Wrestling is so good right now, bro. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah, you got AEW. Hey, dude, did you see, did you hear uh, Brian is going to sign with him? I thought it was still a rumor. No. Is but- it true? Yeah, apparently it's a hundred percent done. Dang. They're just not gonna. No, I didn't hear that. Yeah, I mean, take it, take it or leave it, right? It's wrestling rumors. But yeah, apparently it's a done deal. Bryant's going to AEW. That's really weird. <laughs> That's really weird to say. I can't believe I'm saying that. But apparently they're they're willing to, they're they're willing to give him less wrestling dates for comparable money okay God, so I, sound like, I, sound like a, I sound like an idiot like like i like i know <laughs> i'm talking like a stupid wrestling gossip columnist or something <laughs> like did you hear daniel bryant's gonna aw <laughs> <laughs> oh it's fun talking about wrestling rumors but yeah man apparently he 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 he's gonna go to aw and uh, he also, I guess, likes it because of the fact that they're going to let him wrestle uh, in New Japan Pro Wrestling, too. Okay. So it's kind of like, hey, yeah, I'll, I'll sign with you, but can you leave other companies out of it because I want to wrestle for them, too? They're like, yeah, sure. You'd be dumb to say no to a person like that. Like, if you were Daniel Bryan, you came up to me like, hey, Marcos, uh, I want, I'll wrestle for your company exclusively, but can... Can you exclude New Japan Pro Wrestling, Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling? If uh, they offer me something, I'm going to take it as long as you're okay with it. That's the only stipulation. Okay. I'm like, anything you want, sir. You want your dick sucked too? <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't let a, da- a, a talent like Daniel Bryan go like that. You know what I mean? He's earned that right to negotiate like that because he's so iconic, man. The dude's our height. Yeah. What a legend, bro. What a legend. Like, I respect the fuck out of him, man. Like, I wasn't his biggest fan back then, but I was just a dumb, I was just a dumb 20-year-old being a hater. But man, he won me over at WrestleMania 30, bro. That whole run, I was like, Jesus Christ, I've never seen anything like this. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty cool moment. Bro, his chants were fucking off the chain, bro. You were glued to the TV when he came out on Monday Night Raw. Because the fans were going wild for him, bro. 
I'll never forget when he wrestled uh, Bray Wyatt in that cage match. It was like a tag team match. I remember it was Bray Wyatt and Daniel Bryan when Daniel Bryan was a part of the Wyatt family. And it was like a weird tag team match, but it was inside a cage. I can't remember who they wrestled. I can't remember. Shit, I forgot. But they lost. And uh, Daniel Bryan was going to get punished because they lost. So he was going to get... Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Oh, you okay? <laughs> what was that? Is that COVID, I don't bro? Know. Oh, my God. I'm good. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, they lost and then Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. Yeah, he was gonna hit him with the sister Abigail. I think I think we watched this. Yeah, bro, remember that? And then he fucking dodged out of it. He dodged out of the sister Abigail, and then everybody in that arena lost their fucking minds, bro. Yeah. They lost their fucking minds. And then he hit him with the uh, the running knee. Remember that? And then he climbed the cage, and he started doing the yes chance from the top of the part, cage. Yeah. Dude, that was a wave of people doing the yes chance with him. And that's what it was like the whole way through WrestleMania season. Daniel Bryant was fucking tearing up the crowd, bro. It was fucking mesmerizing to watch. I never seen anything like it, bro. Not even Stone Cold, because Stone Cold didn't have a chant like that. I mean, he got maybe <clears throat> bigger pops, but not towards the end. I don't think anyone's gotten better pops than Daniel Bryan. Like, this motherfucker's nuts, bro. <laughs> yeah. Five foot eight, just fucking beast of a wrestler. One of the greatest wrestlers of all time. And he looks like he's a farmer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a fucking badass, bro. Like, shit. Why did I start talking about Daniel Bryan? Oh, AEW. So that's what they're getting, bro. That's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. You fucking run with it. I'm not even mad at AEW. They just signed uh, Thunder Rosa full-time. Dude, I saw your message. I was gonna. I didn't want to reply because I want to reply on the podcast because I thought the whole time she was signed to them. <laughs> I think She must have been on like a... Because she bounced in between NWA. I think and, she's NWA, but they, they let her wrestle for AEW a few times. Yeah. I think she was like officially it, signed with NWA. Right. Not the rap group. I just got to state that. The National Wrestling Alliance. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Because NWA, they even like acknowledged it on their Instagram, I think. They were well, like, they have that working relationship with them. Well, Dude, they, I'm excited for that NWA uh, women's pay-per-view. Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't even heard that much about it. I haven't really kept up with, with NWA lately. I have faith, man. I have faith that they're going to pull it off. Oh, remind me to talk about that off-air, because I rather, I want to talk about that off-air. Off okay. About the trip. But, uh, yeah, bro. That's exciting, though. The women's NWA pay-per-view. I bet you Thunder Rose is going to headline it. Bro, she's so amazing, bro. La Mera she's Mera. She's so cool, yeah. La Mera Mera, bro. Shit. She's one of the greatest wrestlers right now. Bro, shit. I don't know. Mm. She's definitely top top three. I put her at three. Number who's, one who's is Charlotte Flair, bro. Okay. That's fair. Number two is Sasha Banks. Number three. I could say Thunder Rosa. 
Yeah. I can say Thunder Rosa. I can say that confidently. I respect that. Who would you say? Top three women right now. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. No? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Come on, man. You got to carry the conversation. <laughs> I'm just not as... Uh... I don't know. Not as knowledgeable. I'd have to think about it for a while before I could list my top three. I respect that. Man, Becca's about to come back too, though. Shit. Business is about to pick up, cousin. Who did you say was coming back? Becky Lynch. Oh, when's that? Pretty pretty sure soon. If not, she'll debut on SummerSlam or something. That'll be awesome. <laughs> I've been seeing her they, for sure. And you, you got Sasha coming back soon too. Shit, bro. You almost feel bad for Bailey, man. Yeah. Tore her was it her ACL that she tore? Something like that, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. But a nine month injury. That's that sucks, man. Yeah, bro. I think it's her ACL. They were supposed to have a an I quit match between her and Bianca for the title. At Summer or not SummerSlam, Money in the Bank. I think Kylie was telling me that by the time Bailey comes back, it'll be more than two years since she's wrestled in front of a crowd. Oh shit! Wow, I was like, holy shit! Imagine the pop for her. Yeah, they're gonna make her a face, man. You think so? Yeah, anytime that someone gets injured, they always bring them back as a face. Okay. Usually, usually. I mean, it's like nine out of ten, eight out of ten. My favorite return of all time to this day is still Triple H. I don't know why. Yeah, I think you showed me this too. It was on Raw, right? Yeah. That's my favorite return of all time. And I wasn't even a Triple H fan back then. Back then it was all about The Rock. What was so special about it for you? I have no idea. (laughs) I have no idea. I still don't know why it's my favorite. I just... I don't know. Because I wasn't even the biggest Triple H fan. I always hated him. Because he was always... You know, right there in the title scene. I'm like, ah, ah. Yeah. Ah. You know, because I always wanted The Rock to win. And then if it wasn't The Rock, Stone Cold was always a popular choice too. Triple H was kind of, Triple H was real dominant, like 2001, you know. And then, uh, yeah, Tony Torres quad on Monday Night Raw. And bro, I don't know. Like while he was gone, it, it, it didn't feel the same, I guess. Because mm-hmm. he's always a good bad guy. Triple H is always cerebral assassin, bro. Motherfuckers and knows what he's doing. So I remember they started doing like promos, like Triple H is coming back. And I guess the promos kind of like started sucking me in. I'm like, oh, like, oh, Triple H, cool. <laughs> and they're like building it right, building it right. And then the night of, bro, I just remember they were hyping it up like Triple H is coming back tonight. Like, they made it, like, a really good job throughout the show to build it up and build it up. And that actually ended up being, like, I think, like, the main event. Like, that was the main event, Triple H coming back. And I remember, dude, I watched this as a kid, bro. Like, the night of. Like, this was live when I watched it. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget when that music hit. Like, I just fucking popped, bro. I was like, holy shit, Triple H is back. <laughs> and I guess, it, like, the song and then, like, the fucking leather jacket. 
Yeah. <laughs> the jean jacket, I mean, is like leather jean jacket. Like, he just looks so badass. I was like, oh my God, like the game is back. Like, that was badass, man. And I guess because, you know, the, I was naive as a kid, so I didn't know that he was a fake puncher. <laughs> <laughs> that he was a genuine badass. <laughs> For sure. You know what I mean? But yeah, man. It was fucking cool. That's always been my favorite return. But John Cena's this past Sunday. Whew. That was pretty cool. That's up there, bro. That's up there. He, I don't think he got booed at all. Hell no, he didn't get booed. Man, that pop was nuts. I couldn't believe it, bro. Like, they were cheering for John Cena. I mean, I'm a John Cena fan, so when he comes out, I don't say Cena sucks anymore. I used to. <laughs> Lord knows, I'd be like, I hate you, John. <laughs> there's a there's a while where I like fucking hated John Cena. But now that I'm older, I'm like, oh, dude, now you're just a hater. John Cena's a shit. Look, you can say what you want about John Cena with the golden shovel thing, whatever. Okay? But people can't act like it was all him. There's also Vince. Like Vince was the one that wanted Cena to always win. You can't blame John for being the company man. And if you got a little power hungry towards towards a, a while there, so what? He's John Cena. He deserves it. I'm not saying he should be power hungry. But I understand why he has that attitude. Because he worked hard, man. Sometimes when you work hard, you got to be a savage. Sometimes savages think like savages. You know what I mean? Like, imagine you working your ass off to get to the top. Man, you want to stay up there as long as possible, right? I mean, he had to do what he had to do. People say he was the golden shovel. Well, he did work harder than you. How can you blame someone that works harder than you? But my point is, he's fucking badass, man. Because he held the company on his back for over 10 years. And he, and you know what? The, you know the crazy thing is about John Cena is he knew people didn't like him. He knew he was one of the most hated wrestlers. But he never shied away from it. He never complained, bro. Like he just said, he just, he always took it like Cena sucks. And he just took it. Sometimes he'd be like, yeah, okay, let's see what you got. But he, he never, he never let, let that get in the way of, of his promos. He never, he never showed frustration. He just accepted yeah, it and move sure. on. He always took it in the chin, bro. And then that's why he got a reaction like he did this past Sunday. Because everyone realized, like, yo, this dude, like, we put him through hell as wrestling fans. And he never bitched or complained. And now he's back. And we want him to beat Roman Reigns because Roman Reigns is the asshole. (laughs) Dude, I love when you pointed out that kid. (laughs) Oh, on the (laughs) pay-per-view? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that funny? That was cool. I would have never saw that. Yeah, that that mom was like, I I don't know. Was that his mom? I don't know. No, they look kind of far away. Yeah, it was was just a lady, huh? She was hot, by the way. She was pretty hot. (laughs) 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 But... uh, yeah, the lady, 
I want to say she's like in her forties too. Yeah. She she's so. like I what'd she say? I love we you. We love you, Roman. We love you, Roman. <laughs> and this little kid <laughs> literally <laughs> turns around quicker than a frog <laughs> licking a fly. And <laughs> <laughs> just looks at her with so much disgust <laughs> and shock <laughs> and anger <laughs> and sadness. <laughs> like this kid's face told a thousand stories, bro. <laughs> It was cool to witness. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, I miss the crowds, man. That's awesome, bro. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, I'm just saying, man. We hold on to this rest. Like we've been talking about wrestling for like fucking, I don't know how long now. <laughs> We're just doing a wrestling episode, I guess. <laughs> Fuck it. Episode two seven. Isn't that funny? How like in, like in sports, when I've been associated with them. They always split the numbers. So, like, if you're, like, number 53, I'm like, come on, 5-3, let's go. Like, mm-hmm. It only happens in sports. Like, when you don't get when you get paid, you don't say, oh, I got 875. 875. No, you go, $875. Yeah. There's something about sports, like, $27. <laughs> <laughs> we split the numbers. Episode 27, everyone. Good times, man. Good vibes. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm saying, okay? been an interesting ride and even though we were on a ride nothing makes sense right now but my point with wrestling was that it's fucking awesome bro it really is money in the bank proved that friday night smackdown proved that god the pop that edge got on smackdown yeah in houston the city that he came back in in 2020 yeah, for the Royal, Royal Rumble 20. Yeah, point. bro. That pop was nuts. Edge is a shit, bro. Best shape of his life. Best shape. Best shape of his life. Yeah. He's like almost 48. 50. He's almost 50, bro. Home this day. <laughs> I see clearly. What a legend, bro. We got to enjoy it while we can because he doesn't have much left in the tank. Yeah. He's man, I'm telling you, bro, just get him one title run, bro. Fucking please, just one. Ship him to Raw if you have to. I don't care. I want him to beat Roman, but if he can beat Lashley, okay, cool. Just give him one It'll title. Be the, give him the one WWE title. So. Give him one title run, man. Just one. He deserves to win it once and defend it once and win. Please give it to him. If not, I mean, I'm not going to say that it's required because it's not, right? We already got the gift of him wrestling again. Yeah. And we're just being selfish at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but he deserves it too. Yeah, man. To get that dirty dozen. He needs it, man. No, he doesn't need it, but he deserves it. He's earned that right. <sighs> man, they should have struck while the iron was hot. Like if yeah, that crowd told you crowd. if that crowd told you anything on Friday night smack, then I was like, holy shit. We got Edge right again. Yeah. Cause he got a way better reaction than Roman did. Like as far as crowd movement. Cause like Roman came out and you heard the booze. But man, Edge, you felt the energy. You're like, holy shit. <laughs> and I felt that through the TV, bro. Yeah. 
I felt that through the TV. So nice to have the crowds again. Fuck yeah, bro. Shows how important it is. Isn't it weird how without crowds in any sports or wrestling or whatever it may be? It's not the same. It didn't feel it didn't feel special. Like don't get me wrong, the like the, the Lakers won. I mean, I was happy that they won. Of course I'm a Lakers fan. Woo. Been born in LA, you know. I love it. But it was weird with no crowd. Like you celebrated, but you're like, Where's everyone at? Yeah. You know what I mean? Luckily the Dodgers were able to have a crowd. That was pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Watching the Dodgers win. You were there. Yeah. We watched that together, Bubba. <laughs> Wasn't that awesome? Yeah, that was cool. Dude, all my life, that's all I ever wanted. As a sports fan. That's all I ever wanted. I was like, I don't care what happens in this life. Just please let the Dodgers win before I die. There's a lot of years of heartbreak, bro. Man, I cried myself to sleep one night. It was when they lost the World Series, man. I was so heartbroken. Oh. Not like cried myself to sleep like, oh my God. <laughs> but it was just like, I couldn't stop like being emotional about it. I felt so stupid. <laughs> but man, they were in the World Series, bro. They were one game. They were one game away from winning it all. Turns out that that team's a bunch of cheaters, motherfuckers. Houston Astros. They developed a system where they could guess correctly on the pitch. That was coming, so they had kind of like a heads up. Oh, okay. So imagine you know what's coming at you. Well, you're gonna have a better chance to hit it, you know. And uh, yeah, so that's how they won. Whatever though. But man, I remember that night, bro. I was crying, bro. I was so mad. I was like, man, like, why'd they even get here if they were going to do this? <laughs> Dude, mind you, I'm like 25. <laughs> How old was I? No. Yeah, I was like 26. 26. I was 26. So this was two, 2017. Oh, shit. I knew you at this point. Yeah, bro. I was, I was dumb. But I was also pretty drunk. So, you know, take it or leave it for what it is. But there's something about sports that just bring you together. Like this past week, um, they crowned the champion in the NBA. And dude, the superstar. You, have you ever heard of Giannis Antetokounmpo? Mm-mm. I hope I'm saying that right. I'm sorry, Giannis. I'm not trying to disrespect your last name. Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's what it is. Um, Dude, he's a, he's a kid that they're like poor when they're kids, man. Like they're poor. And they're from Greece. But they have... They have Nigerian um, roots. But, dude, he he lived in Greece. And Greece, I don't think Greece extradites people. But he was stateless. Like, he couldn't identify with Nigeria. And he couldn't identify with Greece. And they just struggled, bro, like, growing up. And, dude, when, when he got to the NBA at, like, 18, he was just, like, this little kid. And now, eight years later, he's, like, growing into a man. And that's not like that's what's cool about sports, man, is you get to watch like these people, these regular people that struggled become into like these like larger than life characters. They're like superheroes, man. Like that's our mo- that's literally <laughs> yeah. like our superheroes. Like if Marvel's for comic books, sports is for real world. Because like you hear, you know, they showed photos of like what it was like when they were growing up and like their life was rough, man. 
and now he's one of the greatest basketball players in the world. Yeah. And he, dude, he, he's 26, bro. And like, the dude's like, he's so humble. And like, they would make fun of him because he, when he, you know what free throws are? Mm-hmm. So when he shoots free throws, like, he's really bad at them. And people would make fun of him. Like, John Cena, man, he would just take it in the chin. He's like, I'm going to keep doing it. And if I miss, oh, well, I'm still going to be here. I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep trying to make it. I don't care what you say. And everybody was making fun of him, bro. And he's a horrible free throw shooter. And on the, the very last game that he just played is when they won the championship. Dude, he went for fucking 50 points. Like the team was struggling and he put him on his back. He's like, I'm going to take us to the championship game. We're, we're winning this shit tonight in front of our fans. And I'm watching this game, dude. And like this dude is doing like a Herculean effort <laughs> just, wow. to, just to will his team to victory. Because it, it was a close game. Because Phoenix was not giving up. Like, it was a, it, it was a kind of sloppy game. Uh, it started off sloppy because everyone was just probably nervous. I mean, they're human, bro. They're not robots. So they probably had the nerves, you know, like, oh, my God. Like, we're here. Like, if we lose, we lose a title. But this, this Giannis dude, man, he had so much will to, like, lead his team to victory. And the most beautiful part about it, bro, is he's a horrible free throw shooter. Just horrible. And on this night, he shot 19 free throws, and he made 17. Oh, nice. He only missed two. So, like, he had a full redemption. Everybody that was talking shit about his free throws, they all had to shut the fuck up on that night because <laughs> he made 17 out of 19 free throws. And nice. he scored 50 points, and they won the championship. And there's a photo of him that's so beautiful, man. He's, like, sitting on this chair like this, like a regular chair. Everyone's around him just cheering. Cause they just—they're losing their fucking minds. Their team just won the title, and it was after fifty years, bro. What team is this? Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, okay. The last time they won was in nineteen seventy-one, fifty years ago. So he scores fifty points on the fiftieth year of them trying to win a title. Hmm. And there's this photo of him just sitting down on this on this chair, and everyone's losing their minds around him, and you just see him crying. Cause like this dude that came from like the slums. Who had a rough growing up had a rough rough life because they couldn't afford much, and now he's sitting down crying because this whole city's cheering his name, because they just won the championship, and he willed his team to victory, like he literally willed his team to victory, and like that that's why I love following sports, man, because sports can teach you like if you stay on course, like for me, like the podcast, if you stay on course. And you work hard and you dedicate your craft to what you really love to do. Into what you really love to do. It's going to pay off. And I'm not saying pay off financially. I'm just saying pay off as far as satisfaction. Like, man, I say it all the time. I know I talk about it a lot. But, man, when I'm in here and I'm doing this shit, bro, the satisfaction of me knowing that I'm doing it, it's one of the greatest highs I get. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't fucking have a degree for this shit. You had to teach me how to use this stuff, man. Remember when we first started this? Yeah. You had to teach me how to like maneuver stuff. And you're like, you had to get this. You had to get that. Yeah. We might have a problem here. So this might be the solution. Like you were my instructor for like two days. And we're like, we'll figure it out on the way there. If you go back and listen to some of those episodes, the, the sound sounds bad, dude. But it's part of the process. You know what I mean? 
for sure. But that's that's what sports does, man. Sports allows you to to see the craft of these people. Like I know I've been, I know that I've been in, embodying some of those beliefs. Like Kobe Bryant, he always said Mamba mentality. You know, Mamba mentality is a knowledge. I'm not gonna, I'm not saying it's word by word, but it's like to be the best version of you that you can be every day. Every day you have to be better than the day before, you know, like the best version of you every day. And sports does that, man. Like there's, I feel bad for some people that watch sports because they just gambled their house. That's stupid. Yeah. You know, like why are you watching sports, bro? That's not good for you. You got an addiction to gambling. Don't do that. I watch sports because I like storytelling. Like Giannis is a perfect example of a storytelling I'd like to see that picture you were talking about. That sounds cool. Yeah, I'll show you, man. But like storytelling like that. Storytelling like the Dodgers. You know, they hadn't won in so long and they were cheated out of one in 2017. So when they finally won like that, you know, that closure. Like as a baseball fan for me and as a Dodgers fan, bro, it was the one of my my favorite moment of all time as a sports fan. Because of how long it took for them to get there. Because I witnessed, since I was a kid, I witnessed the heartbreaks. <laughs> yeah. It's like one good moment versus like a thousand horrible moments. Literally, bro. Well, not a thousand, but well over well over a hundred, I can tell you that. Over a hundred heartbreaks. I'm like, oh my God, this is supposed to be the year. <laughs> but, you know, stuff like that. And when sports gives you this feeling of just happiness because you're your sport, your, where you were born, your home team won. Like, what? That doesn't make sense. Why do you cheer for them? Oh, I was born there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually the answer, right? But there, it's a, it's a connection that you form, just like with wrestling or anything, music, uh, film. There's this connection that we have as humans that we just incorporate to things that we see. Like, for me, it's wrestling and it's baseball and it's, disc golf now you know it's uh weed with my friends you know i like doing that you know these we have these connections we make these connections and i'm high as shit again (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck man (laughs) i don't know what my point was my point is i guess that we're just human, bro. We're just human. We're on this fucking planet for a hundred years at best. But shit, while we're here, you know, try to be a good person and have fun. You know what I mean? I think. I think. What do you think, man? What do you? What, what do you think we're supposed to be doing? Episode two seven. Let's get deep here. What are we supposed to be? Mean? What are we supposed to be doing? Like, what is the purpose to this thing called L I F E life? What is the purpose, man? I don't know. I barely know how to be an adult, bro. There's days I'm like, ah, <laughs> am I doing this right? You know, I don't know, man. What do you think, Trump, man? 
Episode two seven. Uh, uh, I don't think anyone really knows, but I think while we're here, we just should find our own purpose, like you have with podcasting, like I have with music. You know. But would you say that's a purpose or that's a hobby? I don't know, man. I'm just talking. You don't have to answer that. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know what I'm saying. No, I I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Like there, we all have these like different reward systems, man. Like I get it with podcasting. Like I was saying earlier, I get it with podcasting with friends, disc golf, and stuff like that. That's what makes me unique, right? There's like certain things that make make me extra happy, mm-hmm. and then there's things for you that make you extra happy, like Green Day, which by the way you're going to this weekend. Yeah. How's that feel? Good. How's that feel? Feels like I'm going to Mecca, man. <laughs> you're going to Mecca. Awesome. It is cool. Like yeah. I, I've, I've just been having a lot of positive thoughts about it every time. Every time I think about it, like, just because I've, dude, how were you able to snag? I've been on tickets? like this 15 year journey with them, and like, it's just cool that we're finally meeting. You know. Oh, you've we're never, gonna, you've I'm, never seen them uh, perform. No. Oh wow! I remember they came to be okay once too, but I just whoa! I didn't know this. I don't know. I was. So this is your first one, huh? Yeah. How were you able to snag those tickets, man? They're like selling like hotcakes. So it was. It was. It's part of the Hella Mega Tour, is what it's what they're going by. So it's it's Green Day, Weezer, and Fall Out Boy. I think. Oh okay. Oh, so you're gonna see them too? Yeah, yeah. It's like a a super show, I guess. Oh. But I feel like I feel like Green Day's probably headlining. Okay, okay. But um what'd you ask me? Um fuck, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about, bro. Episode two seven. Green Day. Man, it's pretty cool that we're doing this episode, man. I forgot that you're twenty seven. You're gonna listen a little bit longer. You're gonna what? For a little bit longer, I'm twenty seven. Yeah, man. But that's cool. We didn't even plan this, and here we are with the gift of two seven, <laughs> who happens to be one of our favorite Tulsa Drillers baseball player. Two seven. <laughs> Look at all that beef. <laughs> He's built like the Hulk, bro. <laughs> Do you remember his name? No, wasn't it? Shit, I don't know. I don't want to drop his name, man. I don't want him to be associated with this episode. We've been pretty, you know, cigared up. <laughs> I don't want to disrespect two seven. We already said his name, pretty much, <laughs> with the number in this team. <laughs> I think his name is Romer. Isn't it Romer Quadrado? It could be. I, I think that's his name. Know. Yeah, I think it's Romer Quadrado. Two seven, dude. He's built like a linebacker, bro. Or, I guess not a linebacker. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You're asking I would the wrong say, person. I guess, like, <laughs> I guess, in wrestling terms, he's built like Brock Lesnar, pretty much. Why well, not that big? I'm lying. Yeah, maybe like a yeah, not like Brock a Ken Lesner. Shamrock. Ooh. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. It's definitely bigger than Randy. Yeah, more beef than that. Oh, think like. No, I was going to say Biggie, but that's way too big. 
<laughs> yeah, he's huge. <laughs> Who would he look like? Oh, maybe Drew McIntyre. That's good. Yeah. Maybe not as much, but no, like yeah. close to. Okay, it's not Drew. So Ooh. who's just below Drew? Because that, mm. be, that would be the perfect one. Nah, we're in this riddle that we don't have to be in at all. We don't have to even. We, we can stop right now, but we're going to continue because I want to know. <laughs> no, I, like, um, I like this. Let me see. He's bigger than Jeff. Yes. Um, I got to know now. I got it. What's that? No, I don't got it. <laughs> um, dude. What about The Rock? No. No? He's way too shredded now. But like, maybe not. Oh, like 2000. That's a good one. Maybe like 1999 Rock. Yeah, because okay. <laughs> he had a little flab, not much, but he still—he was still—he still had muscle, but he was a little, little more flab. He—he he really is ripped now, dude. Yeah, he's—I forget about that sometimes. Fucking like the Hulk, man. Dude, name a guy that works harder than The Rock. This guy has like so much money, and he chooses to suffer every day when he works out. <laughs> yeah. And he enjoys that shit. What a fucking animal. If you smell. What the Undertaker's cooking. <laughs> oh, twist. <laughs> I can't believe that's stuck around this long. It's got to go away, dude. It's getting, anno- it's getting annoying. <laughs> Sometimes I say the stupidest shit and it just sticks. Fuck yeah, though, man. The Rock, his, his work ethic is insane, bro. Inspiration, man. It's going back to what I said about sports. And you find you can find storylines anywhere, bro. It's just whether you're willing to pay attention. I love a good story, bro. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah. Like, uh, what's it called? What's that? What's that? What's that dude's name from Green Day? The lead singer, uh, Billy Joe. Billy Joel. Joe. Billy Joe. Mm-hmm. Hey, look at that dude, man. I like how that dude has a no no BS mind. Billy Joe's what you get. Take it or leave it. (laughs) I don't know much about the band, but I know that he's a shit. Yeah, man. I like the way he carries himself. Yeah, doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, man. I respect someone like that more than I respect someone who who wants me to think we're friends. No offense, you know, but... People who at least speak their mind, at least they're being real. You got to respect that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because society wants you to just keep it on the low. Just gossip about it. Gossip. <laughs> Billy Joe's like, hey, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. You don't like it? Eat my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Not that he walks around like that, but you know, you got to have people like that, bro. You got to have people that keep it real. So maybe you learn a lesson there. Don't be a bitch. But that's so badass, bro. You're going to the first one ever. I hope you have the best time ever. Yeah. Thank you, man. I'm excited for it. What, you, what, what song do you want to hear the most? I've been thinking about this. I, 
they're they're not necessarily my favorite. Hey, bring that mic up or speak a little. They're not necessarily my favorite songs, but uh, maybe Boulevard or Wake Me Up When September Ends. Oh, between those two would be really cool to hear. Hell yeah, man! Just because of like sentimental reasons, like those are kind of the two songs that reeled me in. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, man. Yeah. What what do you call what do you call a Green Day fan? Grenaders. I've I've read this before. No, would it be Greenaders? It might be idiots. Idiots. (laughs) Because of American idiot. (laughs) I can't remember the idiots. Huh. I'm pretty sure there is a term. I don't know if that's it or not. Well, you're gonna be full. You're gonna be. I want to know. You're gonna be in a room full of those. You're gonna be a part of that, man. That's awesome. I haven't been to a concert yet. I want to go to a big one. Yeah, we need to go to one together, man. They're so fun. I want to go to the one with the weekend. I bet that's gonna. Yeah, be... I'd I'd like to go to that. I'd too. like to be. I'd like to be under the influence of a cigar. On that man. Well, he performs blinding lights. Woo! I can't imagine. Hey, uh, hey, weekend. Uh, when you come to Tulsa, if you'd like to do a podcast. I'm available, sir. <laughs> is he just, is he coming in twenty twenty two? Just putting yeah, just putting out in the universe, Mister Weekend, sir. It is idiots. Idiots. <laughs> ah, that's funny. What's up, idiots? <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> that's awesome. Fuck yeah, man! Enjoy your time with Billy Joe, bro, and the Green Day, the rest of the Green Day crew. Hell it's yeah. badass that you can Thank you, Green Day, for coming to Tulsa, even though I didn't get to go. Oh, God. It's an honor that you chose. What Tulsa. a mark. <laughs> what a mark. <laughs> what a mark. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. I know that's weird, right? Yeah. Like, why the hell they come to Tulsa? I'm, I have a theory, actually. Really? So, so, you know how I told you I was listening to, to Billy Joe's like, audiobook? Mm hmm. Um, he talks about how. He talks about his name, like how it's kind of like redneck, basically. And it's because his mom's from Oklahoma. Oh, really? And he said that she grew up like right outside of Tulsa. Oh. He didn't specify, but that's okay. what he said. So okay. Like, oh, that makes I wonder sense. If, I wonder if it's like a sentimental reason. He's got he's some homegrown here. roots. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes more sense now. I bet that's totally it. Makes sense. Hey, no disrespect to anyone out there, but dude, Tulsa's got a good music scene. Like they got as far as like the venues, yeah, bro. Yeah, Kane's Ballroom, Brady Theater, BOK. I want to go to Brady. That's like the only one I haven't gone to. Really? I've been to BOK and Kane's. I've never been to Kane's or Brady. Oh shit! They got the PAC, bro. Tulsa's got a badass. Oh PA. yeah, they got. A I've been there. Badass PAC. Yeah. Oh, bro, the PAC. I miss, uh, bro, the older I get, the fucking dumber I get. I want to go see a play now. <laughs> I like plays. I, I ain't ashamed to admit it. <laughs> it's so lame. <laughs> Every now and then they have a good one, though. I saw, like, a production of A Christmas Carol there once. Oh, really? That was a really good show. I don't know what that is. Oh, I saw another one, too, that was uh, that Clint Eastwood movie. Gran Torino? No, it's like about the... Wild Wild West? It's about this famous like 60s music group. No. Jersey Boys. 
Jersey Boys. I've seen that. Oh, really? Is that good? The so I I actually saw the play before I saw the movie. Oh, okay. so like I'm well, a little bit better. biased towards the play for oh, sure. Okay. It was okay. it was a really good. So it must have been production. a good play. Yeah, if you feel like that, it must have been a good play. But I mean, like the movie's good. Don't get me wrong, but it mm. it didn't compare to the live experience. You know, I feel that. I feel that. Fuck yeah. I don't know what we're talking about. Plays. <laughs> <laughs> what have you seen at the PAC? Uh, I saw... I didn't see a play. I saw a magic show. That's badass. They were called the Avengers of Magic. Were like they going off of Marvel? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I forgot what they were called, but it was a badass show. Like, the magic that they did was insane. It it made you feel dumb. You're like, what the fuck? How's yeah. that? You know, there's an illusion that you just can't see it. Right. But it was badass, man. It was like nine performers. I like magicians, man. They're, they're pretty cool. They're not I remember I wanted to be Chris Angel when I was young. <laughs> Mind frag! Mind frag! Are you ready? I think that's how it went. Chris Angel was shit, bro. Every, there was this one episode. You know you know who Chris Angel is, right? Yeah. I don't think I ever watched the show, but I I knew about him. <laughs> there was this one episode where they, they just had like a... They were watching... Uh, you know, they he had like street street uh, segments where he just performed magic on the street. And uh, he did this trick. And you hear like the microphone picked up a Hispanic lady going, Es el diablo. <laughs> He's the <laughs> devil. <laughs> and she sounded so concerned. <laughs> <laughs> Like, man, they get associated with the dark arts so quickly, you know. Well, obviously, I guess you can call it dark arts, but it's not. It's just fucking, we're just, we just don't see the illusion. Yeah. That's what makes a fucking great magician. Like, the illusion that it looks so real that it blows their mind. Right. That's badass, man. Like, what's harder than, that's like one of the hardest jobs in the world. Being a magician. Yeah. Shit. And you got to perform in front of fucking thousands of people just watching at you, waiting for you to fail. I mean, yeah, the magicians that make it are badass because, like, you know, no one's supporting their dream. Yeah, bro. <laughs> it's a dying career. It's a dying career, but there's still something to hold on. Like David Blaine, bro. That guy's fucking nuts. He also does weird stunts, though, right? Cause I've, seen, I've heard about him, like, being underwater for 24 hours. Oh, he's like a Houdini. Yeah, and I was like, and I was like, yeah, I get it, but where's the pop? <laughs> <laughs> where's the wow? <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect, because I could never do that. Shit, man. What else is there to talk about? Shit, we've been going all over the place. Episode two, Sam. <laughs> yeah. Episode two, Steam. I like it. It's very spontaneous. Hey, you know what I did want to talk about? What's that? Bro, it feels like just yesterday we did our uh, New, Year's. New Year's Eve episode, man. It's like halfway through the year. Bro, how dumb are we then? That episode we thought there was gunshots. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. We forgot there were fireworks. <laughs> like, of course, people have leftovers from 4th of July. They're like, oh, we'll leave these for New Year's. Yeah. We're so dumb. That's probably one of my favorite episodes, man, if I'm being honest. I go back yeah, and listen to. Time. I go back and listen to that every now and then. I'm like, man, that was fucking cool, and we were able to capture that. 
Yeah. So much emotions, man, throughout the whole episode. I, I always love hearing the progression of drunkenness throughout as the, as <laughs> yes. the show progresses. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. It's always a pleasure to hear. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> my favorite part, my personal favorite part was when uh, um, I was, you were talking about Lecrae. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, oh, I got a song. I was like, all right, dude, geez, calm down. It's all right. And you're like, I'm fucking drunk, dude. <laughs> 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 like yeah. to hear you to hear you express yourself like that, it's always so uh it's always so rewarding, man. <laughs> Cause not 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 saying in a bad way, but like you're more guarded. You yeah. know what I mean? So like when you've let loose, it's like fucking awesome to watch, bro. <laughs> like that's it's pretty cool that we were able to capture that moment through audio. Yeah. Like I'm fucking drunk, dude. <laughs> For sure, I was gone, dude. <laughs> that was a lot of drinking, bro. And it was just the two of us. But that's badass, man. It's like we rang in, you know, because we've we've had patches, right? But they weren't patches on purpose. It's just you know, life happens. Yeah. And then we reconnect in 2020, the year of the pandemic, and. Literally, bro, like, here in a couple of days, it'll be, like, a full year that we just start hanging out all over again. Has like it not been a year? year isn't yet? it the 28th when we saw each other or something? Oh, shoot. I don't remember. Yeah, something like some Dude, we're just sounding all fucking... <laughs> all fucking gay. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, baby. <laughs> but, yeah, man, we uh, we started talking around this time last year. And now... Here we are, bro. Doing like our what fourth episode together? Because we've uh, done a I few. We like did we did a few WWE companions together. We did two, right, or one? Yeah, two. So a total of five, like counting this one. Okay. Yeah, because we did New Year's and then we did CJ the Prodigy. The day we went to the baseball game. Yeah. So yeah, this is five. Look at that, man! Shit, bro! Five episodes. It's it's cool to know like that you still have a picture of the day we were putting it all together. Yeah, bro. <laughs> There's nothing in this room, remember? There's yeah. nothing. <laughs> this room was empty, bro. What did you use it for? Nothing. It was just here? Yeah. You didn't even like use it as storage or anything? No. Wow. I'm a single dude, bro. But to see what it is now with the TV and fucking... The neon lights or whatever you want to call them. Yeah. The curtains look legit. <laughs> this fucking equipment. Like... Oh, crap. My bad. That's why I say, man, I feel lucky, bro. I feel lucky to be doing this. So that's why it's always a blessing. Like, oh, my God, I get to do this again today. Oh, my God, what? So much appreciation behind it. It's fucking awesome. But to know that, like, you're my close buddy and we did it together, like, that's badass. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we we took these tables out of the boxes and we put them together. We fucking hooked everything up together. We got it wrong the first time. We're, remember? We were high. Yeah. Remember, <laughs> you, remember you're like, I said, let's go get high. And you're like, dude, I don't think that's the best idea because we're going to be dealing with, <laughs> we're going to be dealing with a lot of equipment. We're like, fuck it. We'll have fun while we do it. <laughs> yeah. Dude, worst mistake ever. 
<laughs> we were so high. <laughs> we had to stop. <laughs> we're like, dude, we'll just stop here because we don't know what we don't know what we're doing now. <laughs> Remember, we had, to, we had to. We literally were like, we'll come back to this because <laughs> we could not figure out the equipment, dude. We were too high. But it was still like one of the best nights, man, because that's when it started feeling real. Like it started feeling real. Like, oh, my God, like I'm actually going to do this. Because like you, man, with music, like you ha- you build up these demons, not demons in a bad way, but just like these doubts. Like, oh, like, why am I doing this? I'm not I'm not that good like others, blah, blah, blah. Like, why are people going to listen to you? What's so special about your music producing skills? You know, you, you have these you, you have these thoughts that you ask yourself. But it always feels reassuring when you do it with someone that like genuinely cares about you. And that's what I had with you, man. Like when we we're building this shit. I'm like, well, I'm not doing it alone. And that alone feels pretty cool. Yeah. Like a safety blanket. Not saying that I needed it, but it felt cool to know that I had one. Cause you were right there, like, yeah, bro, like I'm I'm happy for you, man. You got this. And you know, you when you have friends like that, bro, it just makes everything so much easier. It's still scary. But it, 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 it's it's comforting, you know? No doubt. You're like, holy shit, like Someone wants me to succeed. And they're my friend. What the fuck? <laughs> you know? Yeah, man. So it's a fucking cool feeling, man. And here we are doing our fifth episode, brother. Jump, man. It's an honor, bro. It's an honor. Same, man. I can't believe it's been five already. Fuck no, man. Like, a year ago, you didn't, you weren't even recording yet. I know. Isn't that nuts? <laughs> and now we're in episode two, seven. That's getting old. Whoa. <laughs> That's getting old. <laughs> You were the original episode, man. People don't know episode one was with you. But it's forever lost in some fucking universe. I'm telling you, man, they did that upgrade and it just fucked everything up. It went from Audacity to Audiotonic or some shit like that. Which I even shouldn't be using this software, to be honest. Because apparently the Russians spy on this. Audacity? Yeah, apparently. But hey, huh. hey, hey, Russians, I respect you. Um, I don't want to start anything with you because you're... Um, you know, legit, so I'm just stay in my corners and, you know, live my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, apparently Russians listen to this. Adam sent me a link to it and I'm still using it. Adam's going to be like, what the fuck, bro? Why'd I send it for you? What'd I send it for then? But I'm like, dude, I, I, I got to learn the other software first before I give up on this. But yeah, apparently Russians listen to it. Hi, Mr. Putin. <laughs> <laughs> but my point with that is man it's just so cool to do this bro and to have evidence of our of us just hanging out and being in this room laughing it up is fucking cool too man like that new year's eve episode is again i already talked about it but man it's one of my favorites this episode down the road is going to become one of my favorites i know it because like holy shit man i don't know what i was talking about but it sounds like it was a good time <laughs> <laughs> you know Fuck yeah, yeah man. Like, I, I love leaving little trails for, for myself and my friends. Yeah. Because we can literally say, oh, I can relive that moment through audio. Right. Like, how badass. Like, what's going on with you in music, bro? What's what's Cody got to talk about? Enough talking about me and podcasts. What's up with you, brother Jumpman? What's the music scene looking like? Um, what, when are we taking over? Well, I uh, just put out a new track recently. 
I saw that. Yeah. You want to talk about <laughs> it or no? Or you want to let it speak for itself? Um, I will say you can find you can find it. It's the latest video. You can find it on Prodigy Creations YouTube. Oh, you if, put it on if you're if people are interested in checking it out. You can check it out there. You put it on the Prodigy YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I did that this week. Fucking cool, man. Yeah, because what, what is it? A lyric video or just is it just audio? Uh, I I made like a kind of a graphical video. Oh, nothing, nothing crazy. Cool, but. man. I'm gonna check it out. I didn't know that. Shows you right there that I don't have notifications on for you. <gasps> you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not offended. <laughs> I don't have notifications for anyone. I don't do that shit. I'll get to you when I get to you, okay? If I get to you. But I'm glad you told me because I don't think I would have known because I've subscribed to so many. But that's badass, bro. I'm going to check it out. I love that song, man. And I'm probably biased, okay? If anyone's listening, I don't care. It's my friend. It's the best shit ever. Appreciate it, man. You know what I mean? Bastards of America. Check it out if you don't agree. And if you don't like it, that's okay. You're entitled to that. But thank you for giving it a try. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to support you, bro. Because I see how much you love it. I see how much it drives you. And the only thing I can do is support you, man. Yeah, man. I don't feel like I have to. Because I like to. I like to be rooting for my dog. Happy for him. Appreciate it, man. That's how I feel with you, too. Fuck yeah, bro. Like, you succeed, I succeed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I just get happy for you. Like, I'll never forget when we did the, the, you know, talking about our friendship, rekindled and shit. Um, one of my favorite nights was when we did that, uh, what do you call that? Launch party? Oh, listening party. Listening party. To, uh... Dude, I'm high. What was the name of it again? <laughs> Places. Places, that's right. So, <laughs> dude, sorry, bro. Shit, I just admitted it again. God damn it. Um, Dude, that listening party was badass, bro. Yeah, that was fun. I never forget the Chick-fil-A. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I wanted to eat so much more, but I was like, oh, I can't. It's not, it's not proper to do that. But I want to eat the whole thing. I'm like, get up. Stop eating. Let me eat. <laughs> <laughs> Selfishly. Chick-fil-A is so good. But it was cool, man. It was cool to see you in that environment. I still have that video, by the way. Yeah. I know I I always bring it up, but (laughs) I'm playing it at your wedding. I don't care what you say. You're going to forget all about this. And there's me. like, hey, check this out. Presenting (laughs) (laughs) the uh, the Oscar (laughs) for Best Actor. (laughs) (laughs) But my point is, seeing you happy like that, bro, is... You know, when you have friends like that, that genu- genuinely want to see you happy, like it makes your life happier. You know what I mean? Like yesterday, you and I went and played disc golf mm-hmm. on a regular Wednesday. And by the way, if you don't know, if you're a stoner and you listen to this episode and you want to play disc golf, the perfect time <laughs> to smoke the sacred plant when disc golfing is the discourse at Riverside. Because the first two holes, it's pretty much you warming up. And then on hole three, 
the distance from basket to tee is 420. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Slap the table. If that's not a sign for you to get high with your buddies while you play disc golf, I don't know what is. Right. <laughs> I don't know what is. Like, that's become our little thing now. Yeah, it's like a tradition. Yeah, like, we, <laughs> we play the first two holes sober, and then on hole three, we move over to the side, and we smoke a blunt, and then we play disc golf again. High as shit. <laughs> the whole 16 holes left to go, we do it high. Oh, my goodness. Like, it was just such a fucking badass time, though, yesterday. Yeah, and man. all we did was play disc golf. You get so lost in it, though, when you play it. Yeah. It's so cool. It, like, you forget that you even are, one, exercising, because it's fucking good exercise. Because you're doing over two miles of walking, and you're going uphill, downhill. Yeah, and you don't even realize it. Yeah. And then you're also doing arm workouts with your arm. Mm -hmm. You have to toss that some bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're out there sweating, drinking water. That's what I'm saying, man. It, it almost feels like I'm cheating. Because I can't even tell I'm working out. And then on top of that, I'm having fun with my buddies. We're talking shit, having a good time. Yeah. It's What's sexier game. than seeing a friend throw a perfect disc? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Fuck yeah. You see, you throw a perfect disc, man. That's sexy, bro. And you're just having fun. Brother, we were stoned yesterday, too. It yeah. showed because, dude, hole three, I got a seven. I'm like, what the fuck? This fucking weed betrayed me. It's supposed <laughs> to make me better, not worse. <laughs> right. <laughs> and we ended that day strong, too. Yeah, bro. We went on a treasure hunt for Panda Express. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what did it take us like over an hour to get it? I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> we we were dedicated. Oh my goodness! Because I first went to the one in Tulsa Hills, literally, bro. All the lights were turned off, and then they just had a, a sticker on the menu of the drive-through, like, "Sorry, we're closed." Then I called you, like, "The apocalypse is upon us." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you're like, "What?" You like were genuinely concerned, <laughs> and then I was like, "This Panda Express closed, <laughs> and my heart can't take it." <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the worst part was we get to the other one on fucking 71st and fucking they say that they said that they closed that they closed early. And all they had was like three things, fried rice, yeah, yeah. fried rice, fucking mushroom chicken or something. And I think it was maybe, I don't know, something else. None of it sounded good. And I was like, no, no, this is bullshit. You can't do this to us two in a row. And we missed it by six minutes because we pulled up like at 9.06, I remember, because that's when she said they were closed. I'm like, we missed it by six minutes. We're high as shit. We're hungry. We just got done playing disc golf. <laughs> it, it, and it started like on hole like seven. We just started talking about Panda Express. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we're so fat. <laughs> we just started talking about Panda Express. And I was just like, Dude, what's better than Panda Express when you're high? Come on, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I don't know. That's... you're a good theory <laughs> and then once we got finished we were like so happy that we got a workout in and we had to we had fun we're like you want to just go ahead and do panda and it's bullshit man they closed the first one and my heart was broken bro <laughs> <laughs> and, I, 
It's so humiliating to call you in pain. <laughs> <laughs> the apocalypse is here. And we get to the other one and we miss it by six fucking minutes. And the only option is some bullshit mushroom chicken. <laughs> <laughs> We're so fat. <laughs> I remember I fucking dude. This is how bad it got. I remember I, I, I did an engine search on my phone, like DuckDuckGo, and I was like, no, fuck that. I gotta check Google to make sure. <laughs> and then we drove to the fucking place, bro. Forty first and Garnett, forty first and Garnett. But we struck gold, baby. Yeah. We struck gold, and I'm telling you, man. I think they gave us extra. Maybe because they were closing. So they gave us a little extra portions. But there's nothing like Panda Express when you're high. Because we took that some bitch home. We got a little high again. <laughs> and we just dug into the greatest meal of our lives, bro. While we watched Roman Reigns whoop Edge's ass at Money in the Bank. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And that's my point of, in this whole story. Even though we went off course. <laughs> my point is... When you can have friendships like that, man, like life is just so much more meaningful. Not saying that that should be your only resort because you should learn to be by yourself too. Don't get me wrong. But that's a whole different conversation. But when you have friends that genuinely care about you and all they want to do is have a good time with you because this shit called life is hard. So you have a few hours to distract yourself and have the best time of your life. Mm-hmm. Like, man, life is just so much more rewarding. Life is so much more positive. It's much more loving. You find yourself changing your behavior. Yeah. You're like, holy shit. I'm more expressing with my love. I don't let the old shit get to me anymore. Because I have fucking cool-ass life. You know, like I was talking about, spoiler for anyone that didn't know, because they wouldn't, but you got a new job. Mm-hmm. And I told I told you like, oh, dude, the schedule's badass. And you know, like you can have your arguments about nine to five. I get it. There's some people like fuck that schedule, and I get that. But for me personally, and maybe you feel about this the same way. We're not rich, right? We're not. You know, I'm closer to poor than rich. But I still recognize the fucking beauty in in the life that I have. Cause bro, like we just talked about getting Panda Express. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot. Of, there's not a lot of people in this world that can say that. There's less people that can say that than there is people that can't. You know. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of struggles in this world, but we are we're in a country where we can afford to go get food, get in our car and just go get it. Come back home, eat it, sleep safe, repeat the cycle. So I I I understand that I'm blessed. Don't get me wrong. And that's what we get with that schedule with nine to five. Is it's the closest thing that we can have to freedom. Because we're still working at it, right? So I'm podcasting. That's why you're a music producer. Because you ultimately do want a financial gain out of it. Not to boast about your money. Just so you can pay your bills, bro. You know what I mean? That's total freedom. Man, a nine to five, it's not that bad if you really have goals. Because mm-hmm. you got to take care of, you got to, I mean, you got to eat. You got to have somewhere to sleep. That requires money. You got to work. 
But when you have a set schedule and you know that as soon as you clock out, you don't have to worry about this damn job. You can go do whatever the hell you want for a few hours. And then fuck the weekend will be here. You can do that when the weekend's here. Like I know it doesn't sound as sexy as having total freedom. Of course it doesn't. But man, I'm still thankful to have a nine to five. Yeah. Cause it allows me not to worry about if I can do things with my friends. If I can do a podcast because I don't know if I'm going to be off the next day. Like to have that security blanket as far as knowing your schedule. Mm-hmm. Like that is such a huge reward. Yeah, it is. I guess the closest thing that you have to true freedom. True freedom is when you have money. You don't have to worry about a damn thing. This is probably the closest thing to it. A nine to five holidays off. Because you don't work, I don't work holidays. They're like, oh, no. Take the day off. Go be with your family. Like, that's badass, man. Yeah. Wish I got paid more. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't, right? Now I'm closer to, I'm closer to $10 than I am to 20 I'm not afraid to admit that. But I still feel, and I'm not ashamed to admit that either. Because I still feel thankful, bro. Because I have a job that allows me to provide for myself. And if I had a kid, it'd probably be a little different. I'd have to probably have a second job because, you know, that's a huge expense. Mm -hmm. I'd have to find a better job. But man, after everything that I've personally been through in my personal life and work life or everything, I feel grateful to have a job like this because I don't have to worry about I don't have to bring the job home when I get off of work. You know what I mean? Just like you. You don't have to bring the job home anymore. Mm-hmm. Now you can now you can focus more on prodigy creations because you know that you'll be home by five thirty. So get you something to eat, go back to the lab, let's finish this off, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you know that you're not have to you're not gonna have to worry. Because you know your schedule. You know what's gotta get done and when you can schedule it. Right. That's a badass feeling, bro. Yeah, it is. It's a blessed opportunity for those that take advantage of it. And I know I am. Look what we're doing right now. We're recording on a Thursday night. Because mm-hmm. our schedules allow us to do that. And we didn't stress about it. We're like, oh, I don't know if I'll make it, man. I don't know if I'll get off on time. We both knew. Like, oh, okay. Oh, you're off at 5. I'm off at 5 as well. Boom. We're good. Mm-hmm. See, you, see you at 7. Like, that's fucking cool, man. For sure. And yeah. we have that opportunity, bro. I think you and I kind of appreciate that more because of like the the job we had. Fuck yeah, bro. I know I do anyway. Like just have it. Yeah, that other job, man. When you're there, you're married to it, you know. The morale was low. Isn't that crazy? You go work for a different company, you're like, holy shit! My previous job, I treat you pretty shitty. Yeah. You just don't <laughs> see it. You just don't see it. And how could you when you're in the thick of the thin, the thick of it all, right? Do you think th- their their job will ever change? Like, because it seems like society's kind of valuing mental health more these days. And that, that what do you, job is what do you shit mean, for mental what do you, health. What do you mean by that question, though? Like, like, like the mental health of an employee? Like, are they going to be able to get away with how much they have them do? Oh, how much pressure? They're like the original Amazon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> work 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 
Look, I'm not saying that job is bad because there's people that thrive in that job. You got to respect that. I mean, I thrived in that job. Uh, but it's continuous. It's continuous, 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 continuous. It never stops. Yeah. And that's what's, un- that's what's unhealthy about it is that they literally want you to be. It's like the it's a mamba mentality, right? The mamba mentality is to get better every day. But there's also rest periods as you get better every day. Like Kobe Bryant didn't just go 24-7. He also rested. He just had lighter days, you know? But this job is always continuous. Pedal to the metal. Eight hours. Let's go. No lunch, no breaks. No lunch, no breaks. Here we go. The fuck? And it's fun at first when you're younger, you know, you're 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 in the you know that rush of a teenager and you're getting after it like that's fun i know i had fun doing it i could keep up i enjoyed it but then that stress as a manager bro i mean it just takes over because it's never good enough it's never good enough you know one day you get this you know they had a i'm not gonna say by the way we're not gonna say the company but I'm sure there's some people that can dissect it. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, they always had that fucking secret shopper. They always held that against you, uh, over your head. Yeah. They always held that over your head. Is this what you want the secret shopper to see when they walk in? Is it, uh, I'm just like, oh, my God, dude. Like, the standard there was so high that you rarely achieved it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And the people that did achieve it, no disrespect to them, but they were in fucking places that were upscale. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Like, there's so much bias. Like, oh, look at this store. It does so well. Like, well, yeah, well, look where the fuck it's at. <laughs> yeah. Look where the fuck I'm working. You know what I mean? For sure. But you couldn't say that because if you said that, you're... You're talking out of line. How dare you? You don't talk unless we tell you to talk. That's what it felt like, you know? But it's a great job for some people. Don't get me wrong. It's a great job for some people. I know I know, I know, know some people that, that love working there. And I respect the fuck out of that. And, and, you know, there's some people that identify with that job. I respect that. I would never want to be in their shoes. And no disrespect to them. It's just... I would never want my life to be 40 years of just doing the same thing every day. Like if you grow up and say, oh, that's what I want to be like, what the fuck? There's so much more out there in life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And again, no disrespect to those people because those people are fucking, they're fucking cool, man. They thrive in in a fast paced environment. I respect that. 40 years just doing the same thing just turning gray fuck no bro I'd rather be poor all my life and do podcasting than to be rich and sad Mm -hmm. isn't that strange a lot of rich people usually are some of the most depressed I mean that's what I read I don't know that for a fact but that's always the report. It's like a lot of people are always, they always feel unfulfilled. Something's always there missing. But then you go to like islands. 
where people don't know where people don't own fucking million dollar cars. They're some of the happiest people, bro. Because they understand what their life is. We work for our money and we enjoy the beach at night. And it's like their soul is more filled. Love, appreciation, happiness. And you come to America and everyone's sad because they don't have a <laughs> fucking Bentley. <laughs> you know? Like materialism. Shit. What are we talking about? You're like zoning out on me over there. What's going on? <laughs> Am I boring you? <laughs> no. I'm just... You falling feeling, asleep? Feeling that cigar. What's going on, my brother? You want to end this? Episode 27? You don't even look like you're there. I'm losing you. <laughs> I'm, st- I'm still here. I'm just feeling the after effects, I guess, of that cigar. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't even want to start talking about Dude, I'm going to listen to this one day. I don't know if it'll be tomorrow, but... What the fuck were you talking about? <laughs> I am losing myself. I don't even remember anything we've talked about, honestly. <laughs> I know we talked about wrestling a lot. I don't know what we're talking about, bro. I'm losing it. I don't know what I've been saying, folks. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I think I was saying that I just had so much fun doing this. I keep I keep going back to that. I'm pretty sure I've already talked about that. I enjoy what the fuck? I don't even know dude, honestly, I don't know where I started and where I ended. <laughs> Holy shit, man. That's some strong cigar. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Woo, that's a good batch. Yes, sir. Seriously, what were we talking about though? Oh my goodness, I have no idea what we're talking about. Oh, the schedule, right? Own your freedom. The schedule allows us to own a little bit of our own freedom. And that's 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 the best scenario for me. I know we're talking about the job. That horrible job. Oh, yeah. That was mental it. health. Yeah, their mental health is at an all-time low, man. Yeah, okay. You see how many so, people... So, like, do you think a job like that can exist for that much longer? As far know. as, like, the pressure it comes with? I don't know, man. I think eventually someone's going to speak up, right? It's just who's going to be the first one. Yeah. Maybe they hear this and they're like, oh, yeah, and maybe it's time to speak up. Because, you know, there's a lot of people that don't speak up because they're afraid. And I don't blame them. They got families. They don't want to lose their source of income. Yeah. Because, I mean, that job does pay you really well. Damn well. You know what I mean? But it was just so toxic, bro. That's what I hated. The clientele was toxic. Yeah. Management was toxic. And they always were so fake. You know, they they had a higher up walk in and they were like, everybody, everybody. Act like robots. You're happy to see them. Hello. (laughs) We love you. You know what I mean? Like they wanted you, you, they wanted you to bow down. Like get the fuck out of here. Not bowing down to nobody. I'm not saying that to be tough. I'm just like, why should I bow down to someone just because they're more successful than me? It's like you had to thank them for giving you this job. Like, what? Yeah. The fuck? It's, you know, they're so toxic, man. It was never good enough. 
And if and if they didn't, dude, if they didn't like you, they would just leave you. Oh, I, I don't want to say too much. They would leave you in a certain area. Oh, I know what you're saying. Like the whole day. If they're like, yeah, like they just did stupid, sneaky shit like that. And then on the outside, it's like, oh, it's such a great company. I'm like, okay. But I mean, it, I'm, again, I, I sound like a hater, and I'm not, because. It also gave me opportunities, you know? And I bought a house with that income. Yeah, there was some good that came from it. Yeah, especially the people, man. There's some cool-ass people that work there that thought just like me. I'm like, oh, you're you're aware of this shit too, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? There's some cool-ass... There's still some cool-ass people I talk to to this day from there. Oh, I meant to tell you this. I ran into a, a, a former... I was... I, w- I was filling up my uh, my car. Ah, oh, fuck. Whatever, I'm not going to say the name. But I was filling up my car, and I saw this former coworker, bro. And, dude, he gave me the biggest hug. He's all like, dude, I've always thought about you. And this is maybe like two weeks, two weeks ago. Oh, shit. Less than two weeks ago. He's like, dude, I've always thought about you. He's like, how have you been? Dude, he gave me the biggest hug and i just i returned the favor you know because i felt the love bro i felt the love so i gave him a big hug back and he was just like he's like looking at me he's like how you been man and we started talking a little bit you know i was telling him a little bit about you know what, what's been happening with me and he's like man he's like it's just so good to see you he's like please like take my number down and uh, dude, it's just cool, man. It's cool that somebody thought about me like that. Yeah. Because I didn't expect him to show up. Right. And he just was right there, and he gave me, dude, the biggest hug. He's like, take my number down. Like, uh, I'd like to see you outside of work. Do I know this person? No, I don't think so. Okay. No, I don't think so. I'll tell you off who it was. I'll see if you remember. But yeah, man. It was just a, it was just a cool like there was people like that like people like that were fucking badass. I mean, countless of them, countless cool ass people. But man, those fucking managers, those fucking snakes, bro. They'd sell your soul just to stay on top. They're like, oh really? Cody's not doing well. I'll take care of it. You know what I mean? Just bullshit like that. And then if you were slow, you were considered weak. You know what I mean? Because everybody always trying to rush, trying to rush, trying to rush. Yeah. I can show you that I'm fast, I'm efficient, and I know how to do my job. Like chickens without a head. And if you were one of the ones that didn't do it as fast, you were considered subpar. You were looked down on. Because that's the culture. The culture is get out of my way. I can do it better than you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's toxic, man. And no amount of money. Because, dude, I made a lot of money, bro. No lie. I didn't worry about a damn thing when I was a manager. But as much money as I made, dude, I was miserable, bro. I was miserable. Yeah, shitty schedule. Yeah. Where were you? Ah. Which one were you? you? I'm not saying it. (laughs) Ah. Don't give too much. I'll tell you off air. But 
I was always missing everything. Holidays. Parties. Because n- nobody, everything was on the weekends. I had to work weekends all the time, the whole fucking time. And then it was never good enough. It was like, you did this wrong, you did this wrong, you did this wrong, you did that wrong. And you got that right, but barely. I'm like, Jesus Christ, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why now it's like, dude, like that's what I'm saying with the schedule, like to have that freedom. That freedom of knowing that you get off at a certain time and you don't have to worry about the damn job because you can do it again tomorrow and then the weekend's here and enjoy your time off. And I know people are like, we deserve another day off. Yeah, I agree. I would love another day off. That'd be badass. But as of right now, I'm still like you, man. I'm just thankful. Thankful to be able to own some of my own time. To do the things that I love most is be with my friends, be podcasting disc golfing, watching wrestling, enjoying holidays with family, friends. Fuck, man. How lucky are we? Yeah. It's pretty lucky to me. It's been worse. (laughs) We've had it worse. I think that just comes from appreciation, don't you think? Mm Because you've seen how bad it could get. Right. And then you're just like, whoa. Not only is money important, but you also got that peace of mind is just as important. You got to find that. You got to prioritize that sometimes over the money. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because I don't even make half of what I was making at this job when I was making a lot of money. I don't even make half of that. More than 50% pay cut, bro. Mm. That's how much money I lost. But, dude, I'm so happy. After everything I've been through, I'm so happy. Well, I'm not happy because I have happy moments. Um, at peace. That that's the best way to put it. I'm at peace. And because I'm at peace, I enjoy more happy moments than sad moments. Like the good outweighs the bad by fucking record profits. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, dude, we're going to wrestling together, bro. Yeah. I wouldn't have to worry about asking for the day off. Cause yeah. we'll be we'll be off by then. So all we gotta do is show up. When was our last show to be okay? Fuck if I know. I didn't go to it. I, re- I do remember that. I was gonna go with uh, Kylie, but she didn't get the day off or some shit like that, so she couldn't go. Mm. And I was like, well, I'm not gonna go by myself. Where are we? Where are we sitting anyway? Uh, risers, the second row. What are risers? It's so they have the floor seating, and then the first that starts going up. Okay. So we're the second row. Okay. Yeah, it'd be badass, bro. We'll have really trust me. We we won't we won't be close to the entrance ramp, but we'll be close to the ring. Yeah, that's the most important. Fuck yeah. yeah. It'll be badass. But we're going to wrestling, man. That's what I'm saying. Another thing that again, because of the schedule, I'm able to do these things. And I'm grateful. Who doesn't want to go to a wrestling show, man? Fuck! <laughs> Roman Reigns, I love you, bro. I love you, bro. I love We're you. We're going to get to see some cool people, man. The SmackDown Edge, roster is awesome. Edge. Cena, Rollins, maybe. Cena. Sami Zayn. And it's, it's the, second to last, the second to last show before SummerSlam. Do you know that? Oh, wow. So there's only one more Friday after that yep. before SummerSlam? Yeah. This one's, and this one's Friday the 13th. Fuck yeah. Whoa, you're right. Oh, fuck, fuck yeah, dude. I didn't even think about that. 
Fuck yeah, dude. We're going to have such a badass time. Fuck, man. I can't wait. Yeah, man. I cannot wait, bro. <laughs> Friday night SmackDown with fucking my two wrestling dork friends. <laughs> In person. That's what I'm saying, man. We're blessed, bro. Like, I don't know. I, I always say, man, I don't know if I get appreciation after everything I've been through. But, man, it feels like I've unlocked this, like, new emotion with appreciation. Like, everything so, so, is more valued. Even just being in the presence of a friend, that's more valued. It's not just, oh, I'm going to go hang out just because I'm bored. Like, no, it's because I fucking want to see you. Like, what's up, dude? I haven't seen you in four days. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking excited dog or something. <laughs> but it just it just makes me so happy to be around people that are genuinely fucking cool. Like you and Kylie and Adam and all my other countless friends. Brandon. Just badass people that I get to hang out with. Like, I forgot that we're going to wrestling until I just brought it up and now I'm just like I'm even more excited. Like fuck, we're going to wrestling together. Like two friends that have no business being friends because we're totally different. <laughs> and yet it feels like I've fucking known you all my life. And we're completely different. And we're excited because we're going to go see wrestling together for the first time as friends. Fuck, bro. Record profits. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm excited, man. Jesus. Fuck, man. I hope Roman Reigns is a spear or something. I want to see a spear from the big dog. The big dog. Episode 27, everyone. Jumpman, you're falling asleep on me, so we're going to call it a wrap. What you All got right. for me? What you got for me, man? Episode two seven. That's what you wanted. I hope it's everything you asked for. It's been a good time, man. I've been <laughs> high like the entire time. <laughs> so for those, I haven't been the best. But for uh, those wondering, but it's um, been fun. Yeah, I had to carry the show, but hey, I tried. Okay, so if you hear a lot of me just talking, it's about your my... fault. You gave me, you gave <laughs> me a cigar to smoke. You know what it does to me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's sativa, man. It's supposed to excite <laughs> you. It's all good, bro. We, I still had a badass time. I ain't, compla- yeah, I ain't complaining. Fun. This was fun. We talked about wrestling a lot. Did we? I, I don't know where I went. And look, final thought on that job. I'm not I'm not coming down on anyone, okay? This is just my personal opinion. It was a shitty job because all the stress that they add on, that doesn't need to be add on. But I respect the fuck out of everyone that is that has a job there because that job is fucking hard. And some people know how to pull it off beautifully. And I respect that. And uh, episode 27, bro. I love you, man. Love you too, This was man. fun, bro. We'll do plenty more. Maybe we shouldn't get high next time because, yeah, <laughs> you're dozing <laughs> off over there. I suck at this. It's all good. <laughs> Bye, everybody. See you in the next one. Later. Thank you.